welcome to Hobieside. We're your two bastards. <laughs> we really um, are. Starting out with Fuck. that. That's bad podcasting, Ari. There's no such I'm thing. I'm bastard number one, Ash. This is bastard number five. Ari. And, uh... Bastards number two, three, and four are dead because that's how I got here. Yeah. Don't ask. That's a different episode. Uh, so, some housekeeping shit. But- don't look at your phone unless you're in whatever. That was also my phone. I made a Twitter. It's the handle is at homiesidepod. So if you have any questions or suggestions or anything, tweet them. I'm probably gonna be the one to see them because I doubt I can force Eric to download Twitter. I'm not getting a Twitter. Yep, that's what I thought. Unless you wanna see me on Stan Twitter. I mean, I was more thinking of you having control of that Twitter, but it's. Oh, that's what? no. You should give me control of that Twitter. Okay. Anyways. I've also done some shifts in how this podcast is done behind the scenes, so we're now hosted by Pinecast instead of SoundCloud because it's cheaper, and I haven't spent one on it yet, but I will. Yay! <laughs> yeah. Yay! Still through FeedBurner and all this bullshit, but, you know, I do, that doesn't matter. We make um, do. You make do. Yeah, I do all the work. I don't do, I don't do shit. Why am I here? Anyways, for today's... Not to, this episode's theme because we're both recording now because finding time is hell. <laughs> Our theme is uh, Halloween. Do so, I'll, yeah, I should be able to have this out by Halloween. This do, takes like an hour to edit. Do, 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 do. Anyways, my man, uh, <laughs> Ronald Clark O'Brien, the Candy Man, and also. <laughs> The man who killed Halloween committed insurance fraud. (laughs) (laughs) Tax evasion. I want to do tax evaders. That's a crime. Yeah, it's the worst crime. We could do... Ren? (laughs) (laughs) Technically, you're not wrong. Um, I'm right. He he killed his son and almost some other people, including his daughter, with um, cyanide-laced pixie sticks. So, you know, just a little daily snack. Um, he was poor and wanted, and was in a lot of debt. Ooh, Ooh so he decided to kill his children? Yeah, he uh, was $100,000 in debt. It was like, hmm, life insurance is a thing. Did and he... thought that, and then tried to kill his daughter and three other children because that would cover it up somehow. I feel like that just makes it more specific. Yeah, but also only his son actually ate the, the cyanide, so it's like... Oh, so only his son died? Yeah. So he's like a bad murderer too. He's like, yeah, he's not actually good at his job. Uh, he lived in Texas. Not surprising. Um, <laughs> fuck Texas. Hi Texas. Fuck Texas, except for Austin. Unless you're listening to this, in which case, haha, Texas is great. Uh, yeah, he was he was uh, killed by um, lethal injection. So you know, pixie sticks. Pixie sticks. And that was in '84 after he was convicted nine years prior, because that's how long it takes for the death sentence to be enacted in this goddamn country. Yeah. So he was actually only convicted a year after uh, he did the did the killing. He yeah. was, he killed his son on Halloween, of course. Otherwise, it wouldn't be in the theme. The candy man. I hate it. I don't like it at all, actually. Yeah, you should. Uh, oh. Okay. <laughs> Uh, he took Don't his two me. children trick-or-treating in Pasadena, so, you know, Pasadena. Tw- wait, 521-inch pixie? Wait, that's so big. Like, yeah. In, like, a regular pixie stick is, like, 
I don't know, six inches, like, it's not a, not even a foot, to five twenty-one inch pigs, I'm shaming him for that, bad thinking, just have more cyanide. Yeah, that would have been a lot of money worth of cyanide. Yeah. What? But he was, so they were visiting a home where the person didn't answer the door, which, I mean, did he check if the lights were on? Dumbass. Uh, but the kids got impatient because they're kids on Halloween, they have zero patience, so he stayed behind, which is a... Probably, well, yes, absolutely, when he uh, pr- produced those pixie sticks. Because huh. he was given those by the occupant of the house, even though the occupant of the house would not have answered at all if they didn't answer earlier. Yeah, so his... <laughs> hey, this is my section. Fine. Uh, you can give insightful commentary. That's all you're allowed to do. But he gave each of his neighbors two children a pixie stick and one each to his, ch- his children, Timothy and Elizabeth. Also, his wife wife's name is Danine, which I just think is great. Uh, oh, that's Danene. That's Danene. Danene. We shouldn't be mocking the name of the living person. The living non-murderer. Shit, yeah, you're right. Who names her kid? She divorced him, so Peter? she's all good. Yeah, I mean, I would hope she would. Otherwise, she does deserve any mockery we give her. That's true. Also, like, she does still have her daughter. Oh, oh! Her daughter is probably my dad's age. Uh, her son was born in '66, so my mom's age. Well, would have been my mom's age. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh shit. So yeah, they got home, and Orion gave a fifth pixie stick to a ten-year-old boy who you recognize from his church. Which, even though it's Halloween, still a little weird. That's really sus. Uh, and then before bed, Timothy asked to eat some of the candy, and I didn't realize. Actually, before reading this, some people didn't allow their kids to eat candy before they went to bed on Halloween. <laughs> I usually ate most of my candy before my, I went to bed on My Halloween. parents could never stop me. Oh, that's also true. Um, and then he, of course, chose the... Why did he choose the pixie stick? Pixie sticks suck. Do you eat the pixie stick with the paper on it? No, because I'm not you and I don't eat sugar packets from restaurants. That's going on the internet. Yeah, I know. I'm so upset. You should be. I'm gonna cry do it <laughs> that's fake <laughs> <laughs> bitch Timothy had trouble getting the powdered candy out of the straw so o'brien helped him loosen the powder how do you loosen the powder of a pixie stick you I... bash it against your kids no <laughs> <laughs> i feel like that would have been more effective like he would have had a higher murder rate if he was just like here kid here let me help you get the pixie stick out bam bam with like it's like ah. apparently it tastes better as cyanide would yeah uh, so, his son, so he gave his son Kool-Aid to wash away the taste. Kool-Aid made with cyanide. I don't think it was the Kool-Aid. Uh, it should have been. should have been, yeah. Timothy immediately was like, oh, my, my stubby hurts, and ran to the bathroom before vomiting, convulsing, and dying. O'Brien later claimed he held Timothy... Oh, wait. I can't. O'Brien later claimed he held Timothy F. while he was vomiting, and the child went limp in his arms. Probably did happen. Still Murder. Cool motive, still murder. Bad motive, actually. Why would you want to kill your children for insurance money? Yeah, kill, uh... Your wife. Your almost dead grandparents. Or parents. Kill your wife instead. I'm gonna sneeze. Because she, as a parent, you can be considered a potential breadwinner, so you'll get more insurance money out of it. That's also true. So, like, you'll get... So it's like, oh, to get you back on your feet. And then you can also get donations from the church, which is immoral and not great. But, like, it's a better way to get money because then, then the church will be like oh we'll support you especially because it's like you're already close with your church this because is assuming you're not 
convicted of murder. You got me there. And I'm pretty sure uh, Ronald would have would have Ronald. Been murder. No I feel like we killed. can call him Ron. Mr. O'Brien. Yeah, we can call him Ronnie Clark. Ronnie Clark. I hate that. I th- he deserves zero respect, so. He's also dead. Yeah. Oh, he was an optician. Yeah. I didn't realize that. I mean, Hello. It's not especially important to the. Hello, glasses man. Hello, four eyes. <laughs> nerd. <laughs> Fucking nerd. He's school- an infectious nerd. Are we gonna schoolyard bully a murderer? Yes. He gives the nerd. He gives people the nerd virus. <laughs> Please. <laughs> I'm so tired. Oh my god. Nowhere. So he initially told police that he couldn't remember which house he got the pixie sticks. Which is weird because they're very large pixie sticks, and also they were they were the only pixie sticks, and again very large pixie sticks. Police became suspicious of excuses because he took his. Because him and his neighbor only took their children to homes on two streets because it had been raining. That's still a lot of houses, though. Yeah, that's a bad excuse. Yeah, well, it's not that that's a bad excuse. It's a, the, that's a bad reason to become suspicious. Yeah. But, of course, when they learn of the houses, the group basically came out. <laughs> that's a legitimate reason to be like, huh? The candy consumed by Timothy contained enough cyanide to kill two adults. Okay, well, uh, Ronnie Clark, my dude. You wasted some money. And then the other four candies contained enough to kill three to four. Combined or individually? Individually, I think. Yeah, they contained dosages. That's so much cyanide. You. That's a waste. Like, you're doing this for money. Why would... So why would you waste that much money on cyanide? You can literally buy on eBay. Can you? And you could just... I'm pretty sure you can. Dope. Actually, I don't know if you can buy cyanide, but I know you could buy, um... Arsenic. I don't know about arsenic, but the stuff that you like... Like the oh, chloroform. chloroform. You can, like, yeah. Chloroform. I hate that that was the thing you did, and I was, I just got it. Yeah, it's fair. I only know that because in, like, seventh grade, one of my classes was like, hey, you know you can buy chloroform on eBay? And I was like, oh, thanks for telling me. A college classroom? Nope, seventh grade. Ooh. <laughs> Not college. <laughs> I don't know if I would think it's better or worse if it was at college. Please continue. So after Brian, O'Brien, or Ronnie Clark, as we like to call him, and in the neighborhood, uh, walked him around the neighborhood three, walked the police ar- around the neighborhood three times. He led them to the home that the group visited, but whose occupant did not answer the door. He claimed that he re- revisited the home before catching up with the group, uh, and that the owner of the home did not turn the lights on, but cracked the door open and handed him five pixie sticks. That's weird, and also, if the lights aren't on, don't go to the door. That's basic Halloween policy. That's Halloween etiquette 101. Yeah, like, if you... Also, like, they could, the police could be like, hey, police, open up. Do you, fu- is this man telling the truth? And they'd be like, uh, fuck no. I mean, if they did hand out the late, sign at least pixie sticks, then they might have reason to lie. But, still, idiot. Yeah, that's a big stupid hat, especially yeah. when it can be proven by multiple people in the house. He claimed to have only seen the man's arm, which he described as hairy. Like, n- not even, like, cock it. Wow. Uh, the home was owned by a man named Courtney Melvin. Oh. Air traffic controller at Hobby Airport didn't get home from work until eleven on Halloween night. When nearly two hundred people, there were two hundred alibis, which means, yeah, no, he wasn't there. Yeah, Melvin. And it sounds like he probably lived alone. Yeah. Uh, so then after investigation further, they're like, oh, he's in a lot of debt. In the ten years, he's held twenty-one jobs in ten years. Jesus Christ! And I thought I had a bad record of jobs. Of keeping jobs. Jesus. 
Yeah. He was suspected of theft at his job at Texas State Optical and was close to be close. Close. Okay. But yeah, he was in a lot, a lot of debt, and he had insurance policies on his children taken out in the months preceding Timothy's death, so he probably took those out when planning the Yeah. Oops. One month before he took out additional $20,000 policies on each child, even more suspicious, despite the objections of his life insurance agency. You know, this is probably where the thing where it's like, oh, people are going to hand you drugs when you get, people are going to give you drugs on Halloween, uh, don't, don't. Be careful, it's going to be acid. And it's like, why would people give their drugs to children? Like, oh no, what if I kid gets weed-laced Reese's? No, no dumbass is getting had out free weed. Or like acid, and it's like, who's going to give an acid, who, hello child, do you want this acid tablet that costs like a bunch of money? Like, before you argue, gateway, like, getting them into it so they come back to you. No, kids. no, no. They don't, they don't earn money. If a parent even thinks something is off with like a single piece of candy and it's like unwrapped, they'll be like, garbage yeah or if they think something's off with the kid at all like because i think they're going to the doctor going straight to the fucking er because parents are paranoid yeah actually some parents are paranoid i know about your parents (laughs) no my parents are paranoid just not in the way you would expect well i I know not in the like my kid if you're if you took acid your parents would be like okay my parents would be disappointed but (laughs) not surprised yeah same So, yeah, he was also 100000 in debt, but we took out uh, life insurance policies to equal $60,000. What so, an idiot. Not to help that much. What an idiot. Apparently his wife didn't know about those insurance policies. What the fuck? <laughs> also, like, okay. And also apparently O'Brien called the insurance company the morning after Timothy died prior to collecting the policies. Oof. Oh, he bought that sign at a chemical supply store in Houston shortly before Halloween. He left without buying anything. Because he learned the smallest amount of able to purchase was five pounds. That's so. <laughs> it much. was only after all this that the police were like, "Hmm, maybe he killed his son." <laughs> I hate cops. Y'all, you're dumb. I hate. <laughs> the police repeatedly questioned him, and he maintained his innocence. Go to the interesting stuff. Yeah, trial conviction. Oh, oh, Matt. the chemist. There's a chemist acquainted with him testified it about it and o'brien contacted him asking about cyanide and how much would be fatal that's so stupid i mean i would ask a chemist that but i wouldn't ask it like if i'm planning on killing somebody yeah i would just go incog if you have a phone you can go incognito mode or like on a privacy mode just just do it there like chemists on the internet happy yeah, to answer well, questions but still books exist go to a library yeah his defense's main argument was hey what about these people that supposedly put poison or razor blades in candy, huh? God, so this is the fucking asshole that's like, oh no, other people will give your, or will try and kill your kids that way. Yeah, except they're saying stuff like poison or razor blades, not like acid or cocaine. You know, I stand by this. It took the jury 71 minutes to sentence him to death because his case was so weak. <laughs> no, it just... Oh, Literally, he was found guilty and then sentenced to death in a total of... 117 minutes. God, shortly after he was convicted, his wife filed for divorce. She later remarried, and her new husband adopted her daughter, Elizabeth. So, I assume they're living happily now. Uh, I think they're probably dead. Um, I'd assume Elizabeth is alive. I mean, Elizabeth's probably alive. Also, my mother's parents are, one of them is alive, still. (laughs) Great. And Elizabeth is just about her mother's age. I want to know how old the lady is his wife is 
see if there's any details. Uh, we don't know when. There's not. There's no details. How old is he? He. Uh, he died at 39. Oh. He was born five years after my grandmother. So I actually assume that she's still alive, um, ignoring uh, extra, like extended circumstances. Hmm. I don't know though. I'll give you that. He was shunned and despised by his fellow death row, death row inmates for killing a child and was absolutely friendless. Yeah. Because, <laughs> I mean, the thing is, the only thing murderers hate worse than a murderer is a child murderer. Or like a pedophile. Just a child. Any, someone if who you, victimizes children. Yeah, then you get fucked up in prison. Yeah, because any, any insane person's like, what? But a child's like, not, what? 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 Yeah. Was absolutely friendless. <laughs> get fucked. <laughs> Loser. They postponed the execution dates twice? Oh, yeah. The, it just happens. Yeah, that's weird. That's just bureau- <laughs> On the 8th anniversary of the crime, the judge offered to personally drive him to the death chamber. <laughs> <laughs> he was also the first um, time Texas killed him with lethal, lethal injection. Good. But the Supreme Court delayed it again because they're pricks. Yeah, fuck was, them. The fourth date was scheduled for March 31st, 84. Fought for a fourth day on basis that lethal, in- lethal injection was a cruel and unusual punishment. The federal judge rejected that request, also because like lethal injection is one of the less cruel forms of execution. Execution's bad, and lethal injection is expensive, but it's not like the electric chair. Yeah. Um, the judge re- rejected his request. Uh, um, shortly after midnight, he was executed by uh, lethal. <laughs> the last thing he said was that he was innocent. I forgive all, and I do mean all those who have been involved with my in my death. God bless you all. May God's blessings be on. Fuck you. A crowd of 300 demonstrators gathered outside the prison cheered while some yelled, Trick or treat! Others showered anti-death penalty demonstrators with candy. God, that's so fucking funny. Poisoned <laughs> candy myths! It's related. Yeah, but also, we're 18, we're 19 minutes in, so it's time for Shit. yours. Okay. Hello, friends and fellow murderers. Oh my God. No, no, no. Hey. Hey. Oh, shit. Hey. Bad podcasting. Um, hello. So, I'm talking about the shooting of Yoshihiro Hattori. And so, he. He's often referred to as Yoshi Hattori. He was a Japanese student on an exchange program to the U.S. who was shot to death in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Fuck you, Louisiana. <laughs> Um, uh, he was on his way to a Halloween party and went to the wrong house by mistake, and, uh, the property owner, Rodney, <laughs> Piers, Ro- Rodney, oh, that was so loud, sorry, uh, fatally shot Hattori, thinking he was trespassing with criminal intent. The shooting- Oh, so racist. Yeah, so he was fucking a racist. Interesting. Um, so the shooting in Piers' acquittal in state court of Louisiana received worldwide attention. So- I mean, yeah, I'd assume the Japanese government would have been like, hey. Yeah. Hey, um, Hattori hey. was fucking from Japan. Um, that's not really relevant to how he got here. He was an exchange student, so he's probably, yeah. He was, like, 16 when he went to Baton Rouge in, like, August in 1992, so he's probably, like, 16 or 17 when he got shot, which F. sucks. Um, he was killed on October 17th, 1992. Um, the charges that, oh, wait, Let's go through the incident. Two months, two months into the U.S. That that fucking sucks. So this kid's like learning English. Honestly, made it surprisingly long. Yeah. God. 
got pretty far. So his homestay brother, Webb Haymaker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Hi, my name is Spiderweb Punch. My name's a Webb Haymaker. My name is Spiderweb McPunch. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> his homestay brother. Oh, thanks, Wikipedia. Love you. Um. What? Okay, so a Halloween party on the 17th of October, 1992. Um, uh, that had been organized for Japanese exchange students, Hattori went dressed in a white tuxedo in imitation of John Travolta's character in Saturday Night Fever. So it was like eight, and Haymaker and Hattori both like went, they were going down East Baton Rouge, where the party was being held. So the two kids thought that like Rodney's house was like the party house. And they were like, yo, what up? And Rodney was a 30-year-old supermarket butcher. And his wife, uh, so his wife, Bonnie, for their intended destination due to similar, basically, they also had their house dressed all Halloween and shit. So Hattori and Haymaker walked up to the front door. Uh, nobody came to the front door, but Bonnie Pierce opened the side, Rodney's wife, opened the side door leading into the carport and saw Haymaker standing a few yards away. Haymaker was wearing a neck brace due to a recent injury and bandages as a part of a Halloween costume. He attempted to address Piers, but she later testified that she panicked when Hattori appeared around the corner and moved briskly towards her. Um, so she slammed the door and told her husband, Rodney, to get the gun. Uh, Haymaker inferred that he and Hattori went to the wrong house, and they were going back to the car when Rodney opened the side door with, like, a revolver, and he was like, and Hattori was like, hey, we're here for the party. And Pierce pointed the gun and said, freeze. And uh, Haymaker was like, his stay-at-home, his homestay brother was like, oh. Oh, Hattori didn't know English very well. Yeah. Ooh, this is like shitty, actually. I'm actually angry about this. So he either didn't hear freeze, didn't see the weapon, or might have even thought it was part of a ho- I hate this, actually. Fuck you, Rodney Pierce. If you're fucking alive, you piece of shit. You're a racist? Probably. I don't know. You're also, like, he was going to, away to the car and you chased yeah. him. Yeah. Chased him. That's, like, that's I know. I know. So I read over this and I know that the case he tried to make was home invasion. But, like, fuck you. But, like, that's not home yeah, invasion. Yeah, fuck you. you. So, basically, uh, he shot his gun at Hattori and Hattori was, like, badly wounded lying on the back. And the peers did not come out of their house until the police arrived. 40 minutes after the shooting, uh, Bonnie Pierce shouted a neighbor to go away when the neighbor called for help. And, uh, so basically he died in the ambulance minutes later from the loss of blood. So basically these people are pieces of shit. She should have been, uh, convicted, uh, convicted of being an accomplice for that. Yeah, she should have been convicted as an accomplice. So Rodney was, uh, the one who went to trial. Uh, the police released him initially and, like, declined to charge him because in their view, Pierce had been within his right, but then the governor of Louisiana and a Japanese consul general in New Orleans protested that Pierce was charged with manslaughter. His defense was like, Hattori hadn't, his defense was like, Hattori moved weird and like, a reasonable person find it scary, like a fucking, and like, an emphasis on Pierce is like an average man who... I don't know. So they were trying to make the non-white like, person out to be a freak and the white person out to be normal. Yeah, basically. so basically they were shitty racists. Which, and this was what, the 90s? Yeah, this is the 90s. So, like, this is, like, kind of... Everybody knows that, like, the U.S. is, like, fucking racist. Yeah. And it's the South. And it's, like, they especially don't like people that are just, like, not white. Not white and also don't speak English well. Yeah. 
So, uh, Pierce testified, and he was like, the person was coming from behind the car, moving real fast, and then was like, and he didn't, and yeah, and he was like, I felt like I had no choice, and I'm very sorry that any of this ever happened. Fuck you. Yeah, I don't think you're actually sorry. I don't think so either. Um, uh, the district attorney for, uh, who was representing Hattori was like, hey, Pierce, you're like 6'2", an armed man, to be so fearful of, like, a polite, friendly, unarmed, 130-pound boy who rang the doorbell in a driveway and they were like fuck you man that's so fucked up and he's like you don't ring the doorbell if you're gonna break into a house and then a police detective testified that pierce said boy i messed up i made a mistake yeah like you fucking did piece of shit god yeah like uh and then like pierce was a large part reacting reasonably to his wife's defense no um she cried i guess what a bitch so the trial lasted seven days the jury returned a not guilty verdict, but basically, and more things, uh, Piers had to pay Hattori's parents 600000 650000 Please say this number. I'm illiterate. $650,000, but he could have just said, yeah, I can't afford that, and yeah. not had to pay that. Which they used to establish two charitable funds in their son's name for high school students wishing to visit Japan and uh, organizations that lobby for gun control. So the Hattori's parents said that, like, Bonnie and Rodney were reacting unreasonably. And, yeah, so basically... Basic... Oh my god, wait. Contrary to Mr. Pierce's claims, Hattori was moving strangely and quickly. Forensic evidence demonstrates that Hattori was moving slowly or not at all, and his arms were away from his body, indicating he was no threat. So the aftermath was, like, Pierce told the court he would never own a gun again. Uh, 2000. He lost his job, and he soup, and he lives in a trailer park. Good. Fucking, surprise. Fucking rotten there, you piece of shit. I hate yeah. him. A petition was also signed, and, uh, and, God, for gun control, and sent to Congress. But, uh, yeah, so it was like, hey, let's put background checks on a five-day waiting period in the purchase of firearms in the U.S. Uh... And it was signed into law by President Clinton on November 30th in 1993 as the Brady Handgun Violence Prevention Act. Huh. That's nice. And so Hattori's death had a definite impact on the passage of the bill. Oh, and there was a film. I just know that uh, the Japanese public were fucking pissed. I mean, yeah, they should. Yeah, so basically what I'm saying is that Fuck the U.S. Fuck the government. It's racist and awful, and uh, Hattori didn't deserve that. So now I'm yeah. just mad. This is gonna affect the energy in the future. Alright, I mean, yeah. Fuck Rodney Pierce. Alright, I guess now there's an extra, like, how, how do we kill each other? Oh, yeah. Okay. Halloween theme. In honor of Halloween. So, if I'm gonna kill you... Can this be realistic, or does this have... Or can I just, like, make... This is, I'm gonna try for realism You can do whatever one. the fuck you want. Okay. So, what I do is... I tell my parents I'm going out, and then I go out. I pick you up, because I send you a text for some reason. Uh, and then I kidnap you, as I do. And, like, but I'll, I'll, hopefully you don't know this. Um, and then I crash the car on purpose, and then I kill you. Okay. That that's just the goal, and then also for Halloween themed, we're wearing costumes because it's on Halloween. That works uh, for me. I would, uh, lay, I would put a razor blade in a Reese's 
Peanut butter cup, I put some LSD in it. (laughs) Wait, are you allergic to anything? Can I just do that? I'm not. Damn. I'm allergic to something. Probably razor blades. No. Well, yeah. I I was (laughs) it. Hmm. Let, Let me think about that one. I'm actually allergic to, like... Okay, so this sounds so stupid. So, like, you know the artificial sweeteners and, like, the sugar things at restaurants and, like, in Diet Coke? Like, specifically Diet Coke. They make my throat swell. Okay, good thing you'll eat the regular sugar, then. Yeah, no, I'm protecting my own safety here. Yeah, anyways, that's episode number three. Oh, yeah, we have not recorded this. In a while. Yeah, we haven't recorded since July. I'm not sorry. Get fucked. Um, hopefully we should be half-posting one because we're both recording today and then we're gonna record again later. Yeah, we're gonna bulk record until we die. Until we die. Okay. Anyways. Thank you for watching. Thanks for looking in through the window as we record this. I know you're there. Love you. <laughs>